at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly Scholar Newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Hi, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Um, a special note going forward, there will no longer be a break in which... I separate the two parts of this show. Um, for those of you who have been listening before, you know that I have to break in the middle of the show and then come back. So there will not be a break any longer. Instead, there will be a word from our sponsor coming up here. So with that said, again, welcome Today's topic is going to be about comorbidity. Um, comorbidity is sounds like a scary word. It is a medical term um, that basically means any affliction, disease that someone with a disability has that may be... Um, may apply to a normal person, say is anxiety, etc., but is more likely to occur in a disabled person. So, for example, using my cerebral palsy as an example, um, although people may have anxiety or depression on its own um, in a wide range of um, populations, the population that has CP has a higher likelihood of having anxiety and depression. Um, why this is, is not entirely known um, to my knowledge. I did some research and I was unable to find a direct cause. Um, some, some theories are, of course, damage to the neurons in the brain um, or the fact that CP limits the person's ability to get out and socialize and lead a normal life. 
So today, again, we're talking about comorbidity. Um, some things that are comorbid or typically go along with CP are um, behavioral and cognitive issues like we talked about, the anxiety, the depression, also um, issues with accessing information, um, slow processing speed, which means that your brain doesn't process information as fast as others. It's pretty much like everyone else is on Windows when you're running on DOS. Um, we'll get there, but it might take us a while. Uh, learning disabilities. Um, a lot of people with CP have issues with numbers. They have issues learning um, you know, the alphabet, reading, that sort of thing. Again, this has to do with the cog cognition issue and the way we take in information. Um, this is, uh, there are also issues with, my understanding is in the more severe cases, there can be issues with swallowing um, and um, basically eating because the muscles of course in the in the trachea are not don't work as well as others and also the fact that people with more severe forms of CP are often so quote-unquote spastic which is a term we use um, that they cannot care for themselves their muscles simply will not work will not obey the command to feed themselves basically. People with cerebral palsy can have seizures. Um, again, I, I believe this is having to do with the more severe the more severe forms of CP. I have never had a seizure. Yay, I'm really happy about that. I know people, though, that have had to go on medication because of, because of possible seizures. Um, the issue that I have, falling and balance issues. Again, um, using myself as an example, I am what's considered a diplegic spastic cerebral palsy patient, which means that Although CP affects the entirety of my body, my most affected areas are my legs, especially my calves. Your calves are what do a lot of work in keeping your balance, in walking, that sort of thing. Um, so my muscles are so tight because my brain is, sig is sending the signal to my muscles in my legs to stay tight for whatever reason, because those sections are damaged, um, that it throws off my balance. And this can lead to a lot of falls. This can lead to, um, I know people have hip problems. They have joint problems because of this. Um, also visual issues. Um, I do have, I do wear glasses. I call them Coke bottle glasses. The invention of the um, polycarbonate lenses was, you know, a you know, kind of a celebration day for me because plastic um, plastic lenses 
really, really stand out. Um, I would literally have pretty much inches in lenses if I did not have the polycarbonate. Um, things that can affect vision in a person with CP, strabismus, lazy eye, um, Let's see. Lazy eye, nearsightedness is what I have, and I also have the lazy eye. Um, there's also a problem with how our brain interprets our the information we take in through our eyes to our brain. So it's actually a neurological issue of the processing, again, of the brain, of the information you see, um, you know, physically with your eyes. Uh, again, a lot of depth perception issues. I have this as well, which, as you can imagine, does not help with the falling and balance issues. Uh, visual field issues, which means that your ability to um, to fo to see. Um, outside of the the full spectrum, I guess is how I would put it, the full spectrum of um, visual acuity. Um, most people can see who's coming up beside them. Um, I have difficulty with that because of the CP. Um, that has to do with the muscle in my eye not being able to hold my eye in place, um, a lot of a lot of CP patients have issues with this. Um, also, I would I would say a lot of aging issues. Um, when I say aging issues, I mean that CP patients um, have to do. Excuse me, that's not what I'm trying to say. Um, CP patients, because there is such, um, since it's so difficult to walk, since it's so difficult to work with your muscles in any way, um, they can wear down their joints, wear down um, their hips faster than a normal person. Um, so, you know, I've heard, I've heard the prevailing theory is that a person with CP generally has 10 years more on their body. So if you take a person that is 33 years old, then add 10 years to that, that is a 43 year old body in a third for a 33 year old person. Um, that, you know, again, that that really does end up affecting you long term. Um, I would say I had in my research, I never I didn't um, find this particularly, but I would say fatigue. Um, I experience fatigue in my muscles. I experience fatigue in general. Some of this can have to be because of the medication. That's another issue to consider. It's not exactly a comorbid disease, but it is a factor that CP folks have to deal with. 
So at this point, I'm going to go ahead and have a word from our sponsor. This is Silicon Valley High School. They were very generous with us, and we thank them very much. Please uh, listen to their um, ad here and find out all the wonderful things they I'm David Smith, founder of Silicon Valley High School, and we're proud to bring you these New Heights Educational Group radio shows because we share the same belief that quality education should be accessible and affordable to everyone everywhere. We also believe learning should be as entertaining as possible, and here at Silicon Valley High School, we're proud to report that over 96% of students would recommend our video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported online courses to a friend. Learn more about our fully accredited, entirely online high school and our $95 courses today at svhs.co. And I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. Once again, I am your host, Erica Hansen. Today we're talking about comorbidity, um, which is which are those illnesses or issues that may affect someone who is disabled. Um, these issues might affect um, quote-unquote normal people, but there is a higher correlation for these issues in people um, with a disability. Um, I am using my cerebral palsy as an example. That's because I'm the I'm more familiar with it than others. Um, but please be aware that other um, disabilities will will come with their own unique challenges in addition to the um, core disability. So what I'm speaking of here is only regarding CP, um, again, because that is what I know the best. So last episode, we were talking about um, things that could affect a person with CP that may or may not be directly related to the CP. Um, things like, again, um, issues with the legs as far as the muscles, motor control is another one that I wanted to mention. That means either gross motor control, which means your large gestures. Um, a lot of people with CP, you'll see um, their arms like curled in or um, they'll, have, they'll have sudden movements as well um, because they're unable to control their arms or their hands. I have fine motor control issues, which means that grasping, um, like holding a needle to sew is not good for me. I, I have trouble with that. Um, I also had to learn how to write, um, basically all over, um, because my, um, my right side was weak, so my handwriting is not that great. Again, holding a pen, um, anything that requires any fine detail um, can be difficult for me. Um, so that's another issue that affects CP as well. Um, 
I'd also like to bring up something that isn't thought about maybe a lot, but I think is important. Um, this is something that actually I had thought about just after preparing for this podcast. Um, people with cerebral palsy, myself included, tend to go through a lot of surgeries, um, quite a few surgeries. I myself had six, one on my legs and then five on my eye. My eyes, both. Um, this can, as you can imagine, be very traumatic for a child. Um, so I wouldn't say that those, the, the occurring, um, you know, behavioral issues or psychological issues related to surgery are directly related to the CP, but I do think they're comorbid because some people can develop fear of medicine, fear of doctors, fear of um, actual surgeries, fear of needles. Um, I know myself, I did have a very, very strong fear of needles uh, due to my surgeries in the past. Um, and I was only able to get over this, ironically, because I ended up working in a doctor's office for most of my career. Um, <clears throat> so those are things that can actually be carried into adult um, adulthood Keep in mind that most um, people who have CP and go through surgery, generally speaking, they go through surgery when they're a young child. Um, this is because they're trying to correct um, the issues that this patient, this child is having quickly um, while the body is still malleable and it can be very, <clears throat> very traumatic, especially if you have quite a few um, as a child. So that is something to take into consideration. Um, pain in general. Um, I would not say that I experience quote-unquote pain on a regular basis. What I do experience is tiredness in my legs. This is feeling like my calves have been, my calf muscles have been strained, <clears throat> um, strained, excuse me, um, throughout the day because they have to hold me up. Um, I have to walk. Um, this is not something that I personally would consider as quote unquote pain. Um, it is a general tiredness feeling. Um, I often have to sit down um, quite often after about maybe 10, 15 minutes of standing um, because my calves just can't handle it. Um, going back to things such as learning disabilities, I wanted to revisit that again. Um, this is 
Again, I wouldn't call it comorbid per se, um, but I think that people with CP, children with CP, are often put in um, developmental classes as children. This can be very, very isolating. Um, either you're put in a group um, of other children that have um, learning disabilities who may or may not be on the same level that you are as uh, with regard to your disabilities or you are removed um, from the class and taught privately or again in another um, with another group. Um, again, this can be a little isolating because when you're that age, you don't want to stand out. You don't want to have the, con the constant um, reminder, I guess, that you're different because you're taken out of class every day. Um, also keep in mind other things um, that affect a, a CP person. Uh, if you're taken out of school a lot because of the surgeries I just talked about, um, you can fall behind. Um, again, the pain from surgeries is not fun. So even when you do return to school, if for some reason you're recovered, but there's still pain after that, you might not be as a child fully um, fully ready to engage in school. Your mind's just not on it because you're in pain. Um, in general, these are things that can interfere with a child's schooling. Um, I will do a later episode fully on this topic, but I wanted to mention it. Um, again, this is another thing that's kind of a quote-unquote side effect of CP. Um, I would also um, suggest that there are certain medications that a person has to take um, that affect their, their ability um, to lead a normal life. Um, some of the medications I'm on, like I mentioned, cause fatigue. Um, some of the medications can cause side effects like <clears throat> um, there's one out there that causes your hands to shake. Um, you know, uh, I know that a lot of people as far as seizures, for seizure, uh, people with seizures, they do use gabapentin a lot. Um, pretty much any medication you can think of, there are um, actual side effects too that you have to be aware of. Um, I wouldn't say, you know, obviously follow your doctor, um, what they think is good uh, for your particular CP, but be aware that there are other things that can impair, impair other things, uh, other things going on with you. Um, <clears throat> Let's see, what, what else? Um, as far as leading a normal life, because I don't have a visual field that's full, 
because my um, eyes don't communicate well with my brain, um, I can all I get what's what I say is visual chaos in which I can't process everything that's going around with around me fast enough. Um, that means I can't drive. For a person with CP, that makes life difficult because, um, again, how are you going to get to work as an adult? How are you going to get to school as you know if you're in college? Um, that can impair a person's ability to rise in a workplace. Um, you know, it's again. I think maybe I went a little past our subject today. Um, because I didn't focus entirely on medical issues, but I wanted to point out that there is much more to a disability than just the disability itself. So with that, I'll sign off. Hang on for the November announcements. Here are your announcements for the month of November. Happy birthday to John Atkins on November 3rd. Tanya Beatty on November 13th, Anna Shee on November 16th, Margaret Spangler on November 21st, Andrea Constanza Caron Ortiz on November 22nd, and Fran Weiner on November 26th. There's a lot of exciting things happening here at NHEG, including new partnerships, one of which is with Craig Hain from Learn Play Connect and Homeschooler Today. He has a new book out, which you can get compliments of NHEG, which is titled Homeschool Math Can Be Vastly Superior to Public School Math. Visit our blog or social media accounts for more information on how you can get your free copy. Silicon Valley High School, who we've been partners with since 2017, and we are working on furthering our partnership, and they are helping the NHEG radio show, the New Heights Show on Education, to become syndicated and we really appreciate their help and efforts for that and furthering our partnership in other ways as well. Um, you can learn more about them by visiting our learning annex at school.newheightseducation.org and also checking out our magazine and other social media accounts. We'll be sharing more about that. Um, also might be interesting for some of you adults that have not um, been able to acquire their high school diploma, they do offer that opportunity through their, through their programs. So check that out. Um, also, we have moved all of our pre-recorded courses and all of our live courses will be um, coming through Google Classroom now. We will not be removing them from previous formats like Blackboard course sites, but we are happy to have all of them in one place for easy access and we hope you'll check those out on our learning annex as well um, we also have a new radio host that will be starting her radio show um, on november 26th at 6 p.m central standard time 7 p.m eastern standard time and she will be exploring the world of education and how it powers the world restructuring that needs ha to happen in public schools, IEP process, bi-monthly readings of our teen comic book series, and 
so much more. So you really want to check out her show on November 26th. Um, and also, last but not least, we've partnered with the creator of Tidbits in Time. And if you want to take a step back in time with these free history lessons each day, you can do so via our radio page on our website. We think that you will enjoy them. Also, for those of you that celebrate Thanksgiving, we wish you a happy and safe holiday. And we will share more updates in the month of December. Thank you. Get ready for the smartest bundle in streaming. Six streaming services for the intellectually curious. Featuring CuriosityStream with the best collection of documentary films and TV shows. Psalm TV and great stories from the world of wine. Taste Made for the fun side of food and travel. Topic with the best thrillers and crime stories. And so much more. From nature to history, technology to food, mystery to adventure. Get six streaming services for one low price. And less than $6 a month, it's the best deal in streaming. Learn more and sign up now at smartbundle.com.